morning. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth. And, well, maybe it's not morning where you are. <laughs> so, happy day to whichever ever time of day it is that you're listening to this. It's the morning where I am. I'm in Utah right now. And I want to take a moment and welcome you and thank you for listening to my podcast, for keeping in touch with me and for for uh, letting me know that you're enjoying them, letting me know that, that things are going well. I'd also ask that you would go on iTunes for a moment. I know it can be a pain because you have to do it from your, your desktop computer or a laptop, but you have to do it from a computer. And if you could go on iTunes and just leave a comment or let people know uh, if you're enjoying these or not. If you're not enjoying them, then please don't listen anymore. (laughs) But the mere fact that you're listening to it um, lets me know that, hey, you're probably enjoying it. You're finding some use, some value, some some good information, and I'd love to start sharing it with more people. And if you can leave me a review on iTunes, then that helps me share the word. Today, I'm going to change the tone a little bit. I know that most, that 99% of my podcasts are very upbeat, very um, uh, inspirational, so to speak. But today, today is also inspirational, but it's also kind of sad. I'm going to be talking about my mother and what she meant to me. And um, so I may get emotional. As you can tell, I already am. (laughs) My mother passed away November 5th, and today is July 27th. And you would think that I would be getting over it, and I am for a big part. There are many days that I'm able to just go through life and think of her with fond memories. And then there are other times when I miss her desperately, desperately, desperately miss her. And um, I think a part of it is because I'm getting ready to speak at Mom's March for America. And I wanted to share it with you. If if uh, you want to find out more, please go to MomsMarchUSA.com. Um, there's tons of information about it. The speakers, I am very, very privileged and very blessed to be one of the speakers at this incredible event but Mom's March for America, MomsMarchUSA.com. On there, you're going to find a declaration of mothers, and I want to read it to you here. I don't, I don't know um, if I've ever read on my podcast before. I think I have a couple of times, but this, I read this, and I thought it was so profound, and. Um, So I'm going to share it with you today. You can go to MomsMarchUSA.com and print it out if you would like. But it says, Declaration of Mothers, a proclamation and a pledge for the preservation of liberty and virtue. As the mothers and primary makers of the homes of America, the molders of the future of our nation, We declare that the liberty and freedom of all people begin in the home and that a nation is but a magnified home. The values and virtues taught within the family will determine the values and virtues of the nation as a whole. We recognize the sacred role of mother as the heart of the home and home as the heart of society. The liberty of each individual begins in the home 
and parents are, first and foremost, the primary teachers and protectors of their children in a free society. Properly constructed social, religious, and governmental institutions are designed to support and strengthen the family unit, not replace it or regulate it. No association or government organization can replace the family, no matter how well-intentioned or well-designed it may be. The privilege of living as a free people in a free society is dependent on being a people of faith, virtue, and patriotism. The three pillars of liberty and these attributes are best developed and nurtured in the home. Each generation has a responsibility to instill a love of liberty and virtue in the hearts of the next generation. We affirm that all men and women are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, and to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, receiving their just powers from the consent of the governed. To secure the blessings of liberty, the Founding Fathers of the United States of America created a written constitution under the inspiration of Almighty God. The preservation of this sacred document and trust is dependent on each generation who bears the stewardship of self-guarding the Constitution and teaching their children the rights and responsibilities associated with the noble cause of liberty and keeping the Republic. Every individual is born with intrinsic dignity that is inherent in each member of the human race. All men and women have the right to liberty, self-determination, and self-governance. The individual's responsibilities of work, education, and industry are critical elements of self-governance in society and the preservation of human clarity. I'm sorry, human dignity. The rights of a free people are protected and preserved through honorable virtues, leadership which invokes the nobility inherent in all men and women, successful leaders in the home and family governed by correct principles, teach by example and stand for self-evidence truth and liberty-sustaining principles. As the lessons of history clearly demonstrate, we recognize that freedom is fragile. It is a rare and prized position, possession and requires constant care and vigilance for its preservation. Living as a free people does not come instinctively. Principles of freedom must be studied and applied. Home and families with mothers who nurture and teach these principles produce, produce leaders who honor and hold sacred the intrinsic dignity of the individual and inalienable rights endowed to all people. To safeguard the liberty and enhance the future of our children and grandchildren, we affirm our commitment to stand fast in that liberty wherein God has made us free, that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. I want I wanted to share that today because my mother was definitely 
that person. She taught me about independence. She taught me about responsibility and accountability. She taught me about freedoms. She taught me about stick to tenacity, discipline, and helping others. She was an absolutely incredible woman and she did so much for our family, not only providing for us financially, but as well as spiritually and foundationally, as well as my father. But my mother was definitely the guiding role in our family. And I I hope that I am living up to those dreams with my family, my children. I hope that I'm teaching them correct principles and, and governance of self and discipline, leadership, all of those things. Integrity is foremost in our family. Integrity and discipline, honor, um, respect for one another, respect for our own lives as well as others. I know that you've heard me say it before, and I know I'll say it again, but hurt people hurt people. And if we can help heal the wounds in our society, if we can bring families back together around the dinner table, around the meal table, around the around the family room and the fires, the hearth, and have them speaking and communicating and getting help and support from one another, too often families are working way too many jobs and children are left to raise themselves. I feel that it is of utmost importance for families to come together a minimum of once a day to talk about what's happening, the good and the bad, to talk about how they can get help and support. Recently, um, we reinstituted that in my family. We had gone a couple of weeks without doing it. My children are older now, even though they still live with me. My daughter still lives at home, as well as my son. They had moved away for a, a period of time and then ran into some medical difficulties, and, and I'm so grateful they were able to move back home. And so so we, so we they're adults. <laughs> you know, my son's 19, my daughter's 27, and by having having adult children in the home I we were getting busy they were at work I was at work we were traveling uh, with my business and and we hadn't made coming together as much as a priority and after about a month of that I realized our family was fracturing was splintering and we were not receiving the support there were some things that were coming up that desperately needed attention and so we sat down and recommitted to having a minimum of one meal a day. Even though we're adults, even though we both we all work, we ha- spend a minimum of one meal a day together as a family. And it has reunited our family. It has brought us back together and has allowed us once again time to be together, to support one another, to talk about the good things and the bad things that are happening and how can we support, how can we help. Mothers help do that. Mothers, if if you are a mother listening to this, if you're a father of a broken home and, and you don't have a mother in your home, that means you're both. You're the mother and the father. I played that role for many, many years as a single parent. But families are core and we want to help reach out to mothers and bring together a gathering place either online or in your own home 
or in person in Omaha, Nebraska, September 22nd and 23rd. The event will be live streamed, but it's all about families coming together for liberties, for freedoms, for responsibility, for accountability, and reuniting this country, bringing us together, helping heal the pains in our society. The other day I was at the gym on the treadmill and I did not get all of the particulars of the newscast, but the headline was Teens Taunt Man as He is Drowning. And I I could not imagine a world where we have lost our human dignity, where we have so much pain inside that we laugh at someone else's pain that's happening all over this country. We must unite. We must come together. We must start speaking words of hope and encouragement to our children and to our friends' children. We must start healing the pains or this world is headed for a very dark and dangerous place. I know that we can turn this country around. I know, to coin a phrase that Donald Trump made great, make America great again. We cannot leave it to Donald Trump. We cannot leave it to our elected officials. We cannot leave it to someone else and say, I'm too busy. Make sure that you are raising your children. I remember I had a quote on my wall for a long time when I was growing up and in college and it said if you like if you want to I'm sorry let me restart to be happy with the home that you are building you must be involved with the construction to be happy with the family that you're building you must be involved during the construction if you look at your family or your your you know your married life your work life wherever you find yourself if you're looking at it and you're not happy with it it's because you've given responsibility over to someone else to build it you need to build your life you need to help raise your children in the way that they need to be raised with your values your principles your beliefs if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything I invite you today to take some time and think about what is it you believe. I believe that every person has value. Every person, no matter what their race is, what their gender is, what they identify with, there are so many people that are lost in this time. They are searching and there are not enough people standing up and saying, hey, this is what I believe in. It has served me well. I I think that we need more people saying, I believe in homes, I believe in mothers, I believe in fathers teaching their children what is right. I believe in the Bible, in my in my heavenly father, in my higher power, my creator. I believe in self discipline and self care. I believe in governing myself and my family and my home. I believe in honesty and I have integrity. I believe in love and hope. I do the absolute best that I can do 
And when I don't, I ask for forgiveness and I recommit to what I was doing. I live my life to the best of my ability. I invite you to do the same. I invite you to start having integrity with yourself first and foremost. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you say that you will be at a certain place at a certain time, do it. When you have integrity with yourself, then you can start believing and trusting others to do the same. If you find yourself that you are dishonest, then you will tend to believe that everyone around you is dishonest because it allows you to continue to be dishonest. I invite you today to raise your standard to a higher standard. I invite you today, whatever circumstances you find yourself in, to make sure that you decide to be honest at all cost. It's always the right thing to do is to tell the truth. When you go into the to the gas station to get a new drink and you get a new cup, do you tell them it's a refill? Or do you tell them the proper, the proper thing? Is your integrity for sell for 32 cents? Is your integrity for sell for a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars? My integrity is not for sale, ever. Because character is gained by many actions and lost by one. You know what? I make mistakes once in a while. And as soon as I realize I've made a mistake, I go clean it up. I let somebody know, hey, I made a mistake. Hey, I misinformed you. Sometimes when I'm speaking from the stage, I get so caught up in what is the absolute truth that I get stuck. And so I do the absolute best that I can. And if I later find out that something is different, I go back and clean it up. Because that's the best way to be. I invite you to start having integrity with yourself. And then start having integrity with others. Every time you say you're going to do something and you don't, that is a breach of integrity with yourself. And then you just start forgetting who you are and where you are and where you're going. If you're late to work, clean it up. Go in and apologize and make sure that you are on time the next day. Leave earlier, get up earlier, whatever it takes. I know I can hear it now. But Jeannie, but Jeannie, I'm tired. I didn't get to bed on time. I know. And you can draw energy and support from others. Start planning your day. Make sure that you're going to bed on time and getting up on time. That's called self-care. Love yourself. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. A mother sometimes forgets to take care of herself. Caregivers sometimes forget to take care of themselves. Many people forget to take care of themselves. I'm asking you to help and support others by taking care of yourself. I'm not saying be selfish. I'm saying take care of yourself. There's a difference between being selfish and taking care of yourself. Let me explain. Self-care is when you shower and you put on perfume and nice clothes and your makeup 
if you enjoy doing those things. It's exercising and eating healthy food. It's getting plenty of sleep. It's being honest with yourself. That's what self-care is. It's taking care of your car and your home and your environment so that it's clean and orderly. It's making sure that you have enough time in the day to get get your children taken care of. I know many people that believe they're doing more good by going out and serving others before they've taken care of their own home. I don't believe in that. I believe in taking care of your home first. Taking care of your children and their needs first. Making sure that you say your prayers and your meditation to your higher power. Making sure you follow the good book. Making sure that you follow the Ten Commandments. There is a book that tells us how we should live. And in my opinion, it's called the Holy Bible. There are other books that also help and inspire. Buddha had many incredible writings. There are others as well. They all come back to the same thing. Love thy neighbor as thyself. The problem is is that people have warped that love thy neighbor as thyself to mean do more for your neighbor than you'll do for you. You need to take care of you. It starts with self-love. Start at least liking yourself. So many people hate their body. So many women especially, but men as well, look in the mirror and hate what they see. Stop it. Stop it right now. Look in the mirror and look at the divine, beautiful, incredible creation that you are. You are incredible. If you're a woman, you're a mother, you're a sister, you're you're um, a daughter, if you're a son, if you're a man, you're a son, you're a husband, you're a father, you're a brother, you are unique, you are special. Start living your life as the special you and let it flow out to your family, to your community, to others. Let's end the cycle of hurt people hurting people. Let's come together as a nation. Let's support one another and support our families, bring our families together. We desperately need strong families in this time. You can love your children. You can love your mother and father. You can love your family, even though you don't approve of their behavior. You can disassociate the person from the behavior. Love the person. Discipline the behavior. Love yourself. Love people. And discipline the behavior. That's okay. That's recommended. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And for thinking about my mother and her incredible contribution to this world. I am also a mother and I hope that I'm contributing. I do the best that I can every day as I know you are as well. You're doing the best you can. There's another level out there. The more organized you get, the more levels you can go. I invite you to live your best life now. I know Joel Osteen says that, but I invite you to live your best life now and spread it to others. 
Let's end the cycle of hurt people hurting people and start to love ourselves. I want to thank you so much for joining me again today. Have an absolutely fabulous day. I look forward to our time again soon. Bye for now. Thank you.